It's the Arthur Haynes Show. Presenting Arthur Haynes, Nicholas Parsons and Patricia Hayes in sketches by Johnny Spate with songs by Jenny Martin and the BBC Review Orchestra leader Julian Guyard conducted by Malcolm Lockyer. The general practitioner works hard in his surgery. Some of his patients are genuine. Some of them, maybe 30%, habitual lead swingers. Lazy, good-for-nothings, out to abuse the health service. Next, please. Oh, that's me, Doctor. Thank you. Oh, well, will you come this way, please? Yes, yes, thank you. Fine. Ah, oh, good morning, Mr... Uh... Haynes. Haynes. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Uh... H-A-Y-N-E-S. Yes. yes, Mr. Haynes, that's Haynes. right. Well, yes. uh, would you like to pull up a chair and sit down, Mr. Yes, Haynes? thank you very much, yes. Fine. Well, now then, uh, what's the matter with you? I've got a pain in my foot, Doctor. Oh, well, just put your foot on the chair yeah. over there. That's fine. Now, let's, uh, let me see now. Um, <clears throat> now, does it hurt when I press like that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it does, yes. yes yeah. Does it hurt when I press like that? Oh, oh, oh don't, oh, don't, don't. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and does it hurt when I, when I press like that? Oh, oh, you don't know hurt, Doc. Hmm. Uh, does that hurt now? Oh, terrible, yeah. Well, I'm not pressing. <laughs> Well, it still hurts, Doctor. It's hurting all the same, all the time it hurts. Well, I can't see anything wrong with it, really. No bruise, no swelling, uh, nothing really that could cause the pain. Oh, well, it's hurting, Doctor. I know that. It's definitely hurting. Perhaps it's inside. Perhaps that's why you can't see anything, because it's inside, you know. There might be something inside my foot that you can't see. You wouldn't see that on the outside if it wasn't hurting, would you? I mean, if, if it's hurting inside, you would never see it. There wouldn't be any bruises or any swelling, was it, if it was on the inside, like? Yes, well... And it could be on the inside, couldn't it? Thank you very much for giving me a medical lecture, but I think I... <laughs> know how to handle the situation. Uh, don't worry about it. I think it'll be all right. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll give you something to rub on it and we'll see how that goes. How's that? Oh, fine. Thank you very you much. You can put your sock and your boot on oh, again. Oh, that's very kind. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'll say that's a, that's a nasty cough you've got there, isn't it, Doctor? Yes, it's... <laughs> What do you put it down to, then? Is it, oh, I don't know. Overwork, you know. Not enough fresh air and smoking, I suppose. Smoking too much. <laughs> <coughs> do you know what I'd do if I were you? What? I'll go and see a doctor about that. <laughs> I don't need to see a doctor. Well, you should do. There's a smashing one that lives up the end of Talbot Road there in that big house. Dr Jones is his name. He's a very, very good doctor, he is. Really? I'm thinking about changing to him myself. <laughs> I reckon he's marvellous. I'm not interested in Dr. Jones or his reputation. Well, you ought to be. Half your customers are flocking down there to join him, I tell you, and you can't blame him either, mate. He's got a lovely new surgery, beautiful new surgery, really? not, nothing like this one. Really? I mean, his magazines are up to date as well. Your, mag <laughs> your magazines are about four years old, mate. You I'm, change them in four years. I am running a surgery here, not a reading room. Yeah, I know, but I mean, people have got to read something while they're waiting for you to roll in, haven't they? I mean, you don't come in. I mean, you, that's another thing about Dr. Jones. He's always on time, you know. You never bother, do you? Do you mean I, mean, I never bother? Well, you never bother. I was here at nine o'clock this morning. You didn't come in till half past ten. <laughs> you must know, I was up nearly all last night. Oh, well, if you want to go gadding around the town all night... <laughs> you can't expect them to get here early, can I you? was not gadding about the town dancing and boozing, as you put it. I was arranging for a very sick woman to go into hospital. It was imperative that she had some specialist treatment. Why, couldn't you handle it yourself, then? 
I mean, what was the matter with her? What was the matter with her? My patients are no concern of yours. And my waiting room is also crowded with my patients, so if you don't mind, I think... I bet I it's can... not, mate. I bet it's not, mate. They've all gone down to Dr Jones that lot, if they've heard what we've been talking about, mate. Oh, all down to Dr Jones. Just, just take this, will you? Please take this. Well, what's this, sir? This is your prescription. Just take that, please. What's this say, then? A chicka bubble, a bubble chicka chicka. <laughs> Latin. Latin? What for? Ointment. <laughs> Ointment? Is that all I'm going to get, ointment? That's all you need. Oh, well, Dr Jones is much more generous than that with his prescriptions, mate. I'm sure, Dr Jones. He always gives his patients nice ones. Now, my mate Freddy was down there the other day and he gave him a... You know what he gave him a prescription for? Tell me. 16 rolls of bandage, four packets of lint, two bottles of alibut oil capsules, four jars of ointment, eight bars of soap and two boxes of bath cubes. <laughs> You can't complain about that for a bad foot, can you? <laughs> no wonder Dr Jones is so popular with all your friends. I suppose they're all doing well off the National Health Service with the assistance of Dr Jones. I'm beginning to understand now why he's so popular with his patients. What do you mean, doing well off the National Health? My mate Fred ain't doing so well. He only draws five pounds ten a week. Five? Yeah, five pounds ten. If it wasn't for his national assistance, his industrial insurance and his sixth club, mate, he'd be starving, he would. <laughs> his what club? Sick club. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> I think you should visit the dentist as well. <laughs> All that, how much has he managed to draw in for himself a week? Well, with the, uh, now let me see, the National Wealth, the National Assistance, Industrial Insurance and Sick Club, I should think he's drawing in about 25 quid a week. And all that for not working? Oh, so that's your attitude, is it? I think it's disgraceful. No, it's class distinction. That's what it is, mate, mate. <laughs> I can see what your politics are. That's a fine attitude. I must say for a working-class doctor, no wonder you're losing all your customers. Now, you look at old Fred now. He's eight weeks off, is that? Yes. He's, I mean, he's all right since he went to Dr Jones. And, and look at me. I'm getting nothing out of the welfare state. Not even a family allowance. I don't get a family... I don't get a family allowance, mate. Well, have you applied for a family allowance? Well, of course I have. I've put in for it twice, and they've turned me down both times. Well, have, you, have you appealed? Well, I've been to see my MP as well, and he reckons he, he can't do nothing for me. Why not? Well, I've got no kids. <laughs> of course you're not entitled to a family allowance if you haven't got any children. That's the whole idea of it. You have to have the children first. Yeah, I know. Well, that's a worry for some people, but I mean, I can't have children. You can't have children? No. Can't have children. I'm very sorry to hear that. As a, as a doctor has told you this, definitely. No, I, I don't need to see a doctor to tell me, mate. I know I can't. I'm telling no. you. I know myself I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's all right for some people, but I've known about it for a long while, that's all. Well, I'm, I'm very sorry about that. Well, I, uh, just, I just can't have any children. Uh, why can't you have children? I'm not married. You're not married? No. And if you think I'm going to go around getting myself a bad name just for a few extra bob a week, mate, you're mistaken. <laughs> You ought to be ashamed of yourself. It's people like you who are abusing the National Health Service. Abu I'm not abusing it, mate. I mean, one tin of ointment, that's not abusing it, is it? <laughs> I mean, my mate Fred, yes. he's down at the races today, yes? Down at the races. Having a nice little bet. Having a nice little bet. One or two drinks. One or two drinks. Lying in the sun. Lying in the sun. And if I know Fred, he's got a bird on each arm at all. <laughs> 
A girl in each arm, eh? Well, sounds very pleasant, doesn't it? <laughs> On a it day like this. Sounds marvellous. Oh, All for yeah. having a bad foot. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, what's the matter, Doctor? I've got a pain in my foot. Well, I think you'd better come with me. Why, where are you going? To Dr. Jones in that new house at the end of Talbot Road. <laughs> All right. Oh! Oh! Time for a song and meet this week's guest, Janie Martin. our somewhat disguised version of Everything's Coming Up Roses from that wonderful film, Gypsy. You know, Harold Arlen's always been my favorite composer. And so now, I'd like to sing you a song which he wrote specially for that wonderful film, A Star is Born. The song is called, The Man That Got Away. The night is bitter, the stars have lost their glitter, the winds grow colder, and suddenly you're older, and 
selling a house is a trying business. People have to come and look it over. Some of them genuine buyers, some of them just having a good old nose round. Some of them are nice people, and some are not quite the type that one would normally invite in. It's a long driveway, isn't it, love? I say, it's a long driveway, this, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I just said, love. I just said that. How did you? I thought I said it. I said, uh, I said it's a long driveway, isn't it? It's very long. <laughs> a bit of a walk from the pub that'd be, wouldn't it? That driveway, especially after a few pints. We wouldn't fancy that walk then, would you? Not after a few pints. I wouldn't fancy this walk after a few pints. <laughs> No, I wouldn't fancy it after that. <laughs> There's plenty of trees, you know, it's got big grounds all round it. Plenty of grounds and that all round here and there. There's miles of it, isn't there? Miles of it. Miles and miles. Oh, there's easy miles of it. Yeah, I love, look, there's the house over there, look. Yeah, yeah, look. Someone looking out the window, see? Where? Up there, look. Well, wave to them, love. Let them see we're friendly. Are they gone? Oh, well, this is it. This, is it. this door's nice, isn't it? Look, nice and big, isn't it? This door's big, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's big, all right. Yes, it's big, all right. It's good wood, too. I think by the look of it, it's very good wood. <laughs> Solid and all, you know. There's none of your old soap boxes there, you know. Well, I've got a good bell here too, ain't it? It's a good bell. You'd hear that anywhere, wouldn't you? I mean, if you were out in the back, you'd hear that, wouldn't you? Can you hear that bell? <laughs> I can hear it now. It's musical, isn't it? Yeah. And it's loud too. Oh, it's loud, all right. Well, I mean, you need a loud bell in a big house like this. No good having a soft bell in a house like this, you know, not this size. It's easy to pull as well, you know what I mean? Every loud bell like that, having every... It's easy to pull. You have a pull. Have a pull. Here, this is easy to pull. <laughs> what the devil do you think you're doing? <laughs> Leave that bell alone. Thank you very much indeed. Now, would you mind telling me what you think you're doing with that bell? I was just pulling it, that's all, mate, just pulling it. Yes, yes, I realise that. I realise that you were pulling it. What the devil do you two want? Well, we were just looking around the house. We were just giving the house a look over, that's all, mate. Me and the missus here, just giving it a butcher's. A what? A butcher's look. Oh, really? Very nice, too. We like it, don't we, love? Oh, we like this house, you know. We like it very much. Really? Well, there's a sign on the main gates. It says, private, keep out. Trespassers will be prosecuted. I suppose you read it. Oh, yeah, I read it. I read it out to her, didn't I, love? I read it out to you. Yes, he read it out. It says, uh, uh, it says, trespassers will be prosecuted. Yeah, and it's a good idea, too, mate, too. It is. It's, uh, keep the riffraff out, that will. Yes, exactly. I mean, you let any old Tom, Dick or Harry come in here, mate. I mean, nice grounds like these. Before you know where you are, they'll be all over the place having picnics. It's say, hey, you've got nice grounds here for picnics. <laughs> yes. I think you're very wise to keep them out, mate. Very, very wise. Precisely. Precisely. And now perhaps you'll be good enough to inform me what you are doing here. Who, me? 
Yes, you. Ah, oh, well, I'm no Tom, Dick or Harry, mate, not me. I mean, I've got an entitlement to come in here, haven't I? An entitlement? Yeah. What makes you think that? Well, this house is up for sale, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yes. Well, they are, then. I mean, if you want to sell it, you've got to let people have a look at it, don't you? I say, you know this house is up for sale. <laughs> well, I should do. I am the gentleman who is selling it. Well, I mean, you can't expect the people to buy it without seeing it, then, can you? My dear fellow, do you know how much this house is worth? Well, I don't know what it's worth, but I know the price you're asking for it. I say, do you know how much this house is worth? Well, I should do. £45,000. Yes, that's right. It's on this form here what the estate agent give us. Do you mean to say the estate agent sent you round here? That's right, there you are. It's on this form. Look here. Yeah, round here. Look, on the form there. Look there. Damn fools. They have no right to do this. I shall have to have a few words to say to them about this. They sent you round here, the, the estate agent. Yeah, well, you want to sell the house, don't you? I mean, if you want to sell the house, mate, you've got to expect people to come round and have a look at it, haven't you? Look, I'm quite aware of that, my good man. But I only wish people to come round here and have a look at it who can afford to buy it. <laughs> well, what makes you think we can't afford to buy it, then? Well, really, I mean... Well, I, I don't wish to appear offensive, but... I mean, it's fairly obvious to me that this house is surely a little bit beyond your means. Oh, you're going by appearances, are you? <laughs> You're going by the way she looks then, are you? <laughs> well, and your clothes, of course, yes, obviously, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but you don't know who we are, do you? No, I have no idea who you are. Well, then you ought to be a bit careful, didn't you, then, eh, before you go around casting nasturtiums, mate? What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I might be an eccentric millionaire, for all you know, mightn't I? A what? An eccentric millionaire, for all you know. Eccentric oh, I millionaire? I might be, you never know, just because I'm dressed like this. She <laughs> might be Lady Docker. <laughs> Well, I mean, you don't know who we are, do you? You just said so. I mean, I might be one of those blokes like old Charlie Claw or old Cotton. Old Charlie Forty, I might know it. Oh, yes, 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 you might be. Uh, I mean, how do you know I'm not Charles Claw, then? I don't know, but I'm sure that you're not. Why not? Well, really, old chap, look here. I'm sure that... Well, really... Well, I don't think that Mr. Charles Claw looks like you or, or even dresses like you. Have you ever met him, then? No, I have never well, met him. Well, if you've him. never met him, mate, how do you know what he looks like or what he dresses like? I grant well, there you are, then. How do you know I'm not Charlie Claw? You're... you're not Charles Claw, are you? <laughs> are you? Well, as it so happens, I'm not. <laughs> but I might have been, might not, I might have been. You well, I didn't it. really think you were, actually, because although, as you say, Charles Claw did in fact come from the East End of London, he is nevertheless obviously a man of very considerable ability and a very high mental capacity. Oh, I see, I see. So what you're trying to say is that I'm not, then? No, 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 no. I'm not saying... I just don't wish to appear oh, rude, minute, old chap, but the point is this. Minute, I mean, just, it's just, quite... Well, just a minute. Look, no, I'll be honest with you. Now, I've already admitted that I'm not Charles Claw, am I, right? Right, yes, thank you very much. Right, now, I'm willing to admit that I might not have his ability or mental capacity, what you was talking about, all right? All right, yes. But at the same time, I might still be rich, mightn't I? Huh. Well, you don't have to have a great mental ability to win the football pools, do you? The football... The football pool. pools. You can win £145,000 for a penny on them, mate, without having nothing up there whatsoever in your nut at all, mate. Yes, £145,000 for a penny, and he's not got nothing up there. <laughs> Why don't you belt up? £145,000... For a penny? Well, I mean, you've only got to pick out eight drawers, mate, don't you? And you don't have to have a great mental capacity for that, do you? Of course, any fool can do that, can't mm. they? Yeah, I say. Yes? What made you think I was Lady Docker? <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
Why don't you shut up, you old rat bag? <laughs> 145,000 pounds. I, I see, I, I do hope you'll forgive me if I, I appeared a little brusque uh, just now. I, I, I am terribly sorry. You know, you, you do understand. I mean, I was rather so sort of caught off my guard, rather so sort of thrown back with all that bell ringing and banging on the door. You know, I was, it really unexpected. You know, I wasn't, wasn't really expecting anyone to call it. Oh, he's changing his tune now, eh? <laughs> you like the house? Sir? I like it very, very much indeed. Yeah. Do, do, do you like the house? Do you like the house, love? Yes, I like it, yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, would you like to come inside and see the rest of it? Do come this way. Yes. Do be careful of the carpet. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Ah, there we are. Yes, those dogs do tear up the carpet, so don't they? There we are. Yeah. A couple of red setters, you know, and a bourgeois as well. Oh, great fun. Well, here we are. Here we are. Um, here we are. Just uh, take your hat off in the gentleman's house, will you, love? Take, I... your, take your hat off. Take your hat off in the gentleman's house, oh. will you? You'll have to excuse her, mate. Mm -hmm. and he's, he's, she's not all that when it comes to manners. Takes after her mother, dragged up, you know. <laughs> I've tried to knock a bit into her, but it's it's not there, you know, when it's not there. I mean, you can't make a silk purse out of a pig's ear hole, can you? <laughs> yes, well, um, uh, yes, well uh, don't, don't worry. I mean, it, it, actually, it is quite customary for a lady to wear a hat inside on all occasions. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. yes. Well, uh, Yvonne? Uh, yes. <laughs> you can put your hat on again now. The gentleman says you can put your hat on. I've only just took it off. Well, well put it on again. Put it on again, for goodness sake. Yes, sir. She's always letting me down, she is. I wouldn't uh, have married her, really, you know. I... Well, I wouldn't have married a bit about a bit of the scandal. <laughs> well, um, this um, this is the drawing room where we are at present moment. Hey, the, oh, the, the, the gentleman said this is the drawing room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a look round, will you, love? Just yes. go and have a look round. See if All you can right. enjoy, see anything you like. Yes, sir. You'll have to. She's a bit mutt, you know. A bit what? A bit mutt and Jeff. Mutt and Jeff. She can't. Oh, know. I see. Yes, yes, yes. Mutt and Jeff. It's a bit wonky on the old ear holes, you know. You know. She can't hear a thing. But the size of her ear holes, you'd think she could hear everything, wouldn't you? <laughs> look at them, standing out like radar posts. Look at them, look. <laughs> yes, well, um, yes, well, uh, yes, yes, £145,000 for a penny. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it's marvellous, isn't it? Oh, marvelous. yes, amazing. It's, it's damn lucky, I suppose. Oh, it's all lucky, oh, yes, it's all lucky, yeah. yeah. Now, did you just say this was a drawing room? Yes, that's right, this, this is the, the drawing room, yeah. Is, is something wrong? Are you sure this is the drawing room? <laughs> oh, certainly, yes. Yeah. It's not the stables, is it? <laughs> stables? Yeah, you've uh, you, you had horses in here, have you? Horses? In here? Well, I noticed the smells we came in, but I couldn't place it. And when I saw those horse brasses like, on the wall there, I thought to myself, hello, horses, that's what it is, it's horses. It's, this has been the stables, yes. Well, I do assure you there have been no horses in here. You sure? Certain. Oh, well, perhaps it's her then. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <coughs> this... Actually, is the the oldest part of the house. These are wood, aren't they? That's right. Yes, that's real wood. Wood. Oh yes. Well, of course. It's a wood, wood, wood yeah, structure. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of wood in this house, haven't you? Oh, well, they yeah. went in for wood quite a lot when they built these houses, didn't they? Oh yes. yes. I don't like it myself too much. Wood, not in houses. No, Burns no. easy. I mean, you get a fire and the whole house has gone up in smoke. I say, yeah, uh, Yvonne. Yes. What do you think then? What about? <laughs> about the wood. I'm talking about the wood. Oh, oh, what about? Oh, well, I think it'd burn easy. You know, you get a fire and your old house goes up in smoke. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Yes, I know, and I said it. She's <laughs> <laughs> not very bright, this one, you know. Oh, yeah. She's got a brain in that head, but she never, you know, but it, it doesn't work all that marvellous. Anyway, it's a very big house. It's a very big house. Oh, yes, yes, it's, it's a very large house. Yes, definitely. I say, Art. Yes, love. It's a big house. This isn't it. You know, it's big. 
Yeah, the gentleman just said it was very large, yes. Yes, well, it's large too, you know, and big. It's big too. It's on the big side, all right. And, you know, take a lot of cleaning, it would. Well, we do have a staff here, actually. I feel sure that if you were interested, many of them would like to stay on with you, you know. Um... No, I wouldn't want them, mate. No. I mean, she's my staff. She's all the staff I need. I mean, she's not much to look at, as you can see, but she's a good little worker, that one. She's a good little worker. Well, um, where would you like to look next? Well, I don't think I need to look anywhere else, actually. I've seen enough. I like it. I like it very, very much oh, indeed. you like it? Oh, that's good. Um, I like it, and you love it? Yes, like it? I like yeah. it. Oh, you, you, you just, just like that? You, you... Yeah, I like it. I love it. Would you like to make me an offer for it, then? No, I'll accept your price, mate. Sounds very fair to me. You're, you're, house you're... like this, £45,000, dirt cheap. No, I know a good thing when I see it, mate. I like this. One thing, though. What's that? Do the buses come up the drive from your front gates up here? Well, of course not. It's a private carriageway. Oh, well, that's a bit inconvenient, isn't it? I mean, well, that's a long walk, that is, isn't it? Do you think the buses might run up here if we asked it, then? Well, there'd surely be no need. I mean, you'll presumably have a car. Oh, yes, yes, of course, you're right. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, now, let's see. £45,000 the house. I bought myself a nice little limousine. I mean, you get a nice little limousine for about 10000 quid, wouldn't you? I think you'll get an absolutely marvellous limousine. Then, say, the odd £5,000 for house warming. You could throw a nice little party for that, couldn't you? I Five mean, champagne, all that sort of thing. £1,000 pounds for a Just for house warming when I move I should think you'd have a a marvellous party for that. By George, that's the sort of party I should like to come to. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All the bubbly, eh? <laughs> well, you'll be one of the first. When we, when we have the house warning, you'll be one of the first. My I'll dear tell fellow, you. my dear fellow. Now, that'll still leave me £100,000 to play with. Now, yes, my mind's up. That's it. My mind's made up. That's it. That's what I'll do. You'll, you'll, you'll have the house, then? Definitely. Marvellous. Well, can we settle the, the details, then? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, well, you'll have to give me a few days, like, till I get the money through. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, I, I, I tell them, of course, yes. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to rush you. No, no. How long would you like? Oh, just a few days. Oh, well, um, in that case, could we say, um, what about next Saturday? Oh, Saturday would be all right, but I'd, I'd sooner you made it Sunday. Sunday morning. Uh, why Sunday morning? Well, I'm just going to post me pause, and I don't know if I've won the money until next Saturday night. <laughs> get out! Starring in the Arthur Haynes Show were Arthur Haynes, Nicholas Parsons and Patricia Hayes in sketches by Johnny Spate with songs by Janie Martin. The BBC Review Orchestra leader Julian Guyard was complete with its conductor Malcolm Locker and the show was produced by Richard Dingley. Arthur Haynes and Nicholas Parsons are appearing in Swing Along at the London Palladium. <laughs>